world updates from the Oval. Ahead of President Emmanuel Macron's plan of cabinet reshuffle, French Prime Minister Eduardo Philippe is replaced with Jean Castex. Regarded as an expert in the field of health with several years of experience in French Health Ministry, Castex, a former public servant, is known as Mr. Deconfinement for his crucial strategies to lift lockdown measures in the country. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi visited the Himalayan region of Ladakh amid China-India border clash. At least 22 people killed in a bus passenger train accident in Pakistan's Punjab province. Accident took place on Friday in Sheikhupura district of Punjab province of the country. China appointed hardliner Zheng Yanxiang as head of its new security agency in Hong Kong. Before it, Zheng was Secretary General of the Communist Party Committee in the southern province of Guangdong. But he is best known as party boss in the Guangdong city of Shanwei. In 2011, villagers in Shanwei were protesting for compensation for land acquired by the government, and Zheng quelled the movement back in 2011. United States reported more than 55,000 COVID-19 cases in a single day, the highest in the world. It is also known that the President Donald Trump, despite several requests and protests from dwellers of the area amid record rising cases of coronavirus of course, Trump is willing to organize a fireworks show at Mount Rushmore on 4th of July, which is of course celebrated as US Independence Day. A lot changes in a day and so we must know it. Hello friends, you have tuned into The World As We Know It presented by The Oval, a daily news capsule of updates from around the world. So let's get started with all that happened on 3rd of July, starting the updates with the largest continent of the world, that is Asia. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte signed the anti-terrorism bill on Friday, which will come into force in the coming weeks. This will widen the definition of terrorism to cover incitement and will permit authorities to conduct surveillance of terrorists suspect for 60 days, to arrest them without a warrant and to hold them for 24 days. Activists in the country are skeptical of the motives and legality of the legislation, saying the definition of terror is vague and Duterte could use it to quell other democratic movements. China commenced its military exercises around the Paracel Islands in the controversial South China Sea, which are expected to run until Sunday. The Paracel Islands are also claimed by Vietnam and Taiwan. However, China lays claim to 90% of the waters. Sri Lanka signed the Status of Force Agreement, that is SOFA, SOFA, with the US, allowing the American forces to tour the country to conduct combined security operations. SOFAs are multilateral or bilateral agreements that lay down the framework under which US military operates in a foreign country and how domestic laws of the foreign jurisdiction apply toward US personnel in that country. It was deemed controversial by the Philippines which abrogated the pact some time ago. In an alternative way to fight for democracy, Hong Kong pro-democracy activists are mulling over a parliament in exile. A citizen named Cheng told Reuters a shadow parliament can send a very clear signal to Beijing and the Hong Kong authorities that democracy need not to be at the mercy of Beijing. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un 
praised their efforts in stopping the deadly coronavirus from making inroads. In a meeting of the Politburo of the ruling Workers' Party, he said, We have thoroughly prevented the inroad of the malignant virus and maintained a stable anti-epidemic situation despite the world health crisis, which is a shining success achieved. Sources for the Asian updates were Asia News, Asian Tribune, and Reuters. Well, friends, if you want to get more news updates and also want to listen with just your earphones or speaker plugged in, just follow us and like our posts and on Spotify, our Instagram, Twitter, and other platforms with username at the rate over the global where you can have more information about the world while you do other things. You know how to use social media in a knowledgeable and productive ways. So just go to at the rate over the global. Let's move on to the next continent of the world, American continents. Canada is suspending its extradition treaty with Hong Kong in response to the new security law China has imposed on the territory. Canada will also treat sensitive goods being exported to Hong Kong as if they were being sent to mainland China. An armed man rammed a truck through the gates of Canadian PM Justin Trudeau's and Governor General Julie Payette's official residence. Both the PM and Governor General were not at their residence. The man was arrested by the Canadian security. Brazil's President Jair Bolsonaro passed a bill on the mandatory use of masks against COVID-19, but ironically removed some provisions that required masks use in places where people gather such as shops, religious temples and schools. He argued that wearing masks in such cases incurs a possible violation of residence contrary to the constitution. Well, personally I don't know which rational constitution of the world allows its citizens to throw them into the hands of a pandemic by not having precautionary measures. An earthquake struck the US territory of Puerto Rico today of magnitude 4.9 on seismic scale. There were no casualties on the island, but a house was damaged. The US Geological Survey said the epicenter was 5 kilometers southeast of La Paraguera at depth of 6 kilometers. Venezuela received four more oil tankers carrying 1.1 million barrels of gasoline from Iran. However, Venezuela speculates that the US might confiscate these oil tankers. Previously, five Iranian oil tankers carried 1.53 million barrels of gasoline and, and fuel processing additives to Venezuelan ports. Sources for the American updates were The Guardian, Tele-SUR, Reuters, and Prince Latina. If you're still tuned in and like our show and the whole information compilation from around the world, Please like and follow and subscribe to our account and channel, The Oval. We keep posting informative and interesting stuff on our Instagram page, at the rate Oval the Global. Search the name in the YouTube search bar, The Oval. Or you can type in your Telegram channel, at the rate Oval the Global. Let's move ahead with the next continent in the list, Europe. Upskirting made a punishable crime in Germany. The lawmakers passed the legislation under which the practice will be punishable by a fine or a prison sentence of two years. Speaking about it, Justice Minister Christine Lambrecht said to photograph a woman under her skirt or her bust line 
is a shameless violation of her privacy. 4th of July will mark the day when constitutional changes in Russia, including the amendment paving the way for President Vladimir Putin to rule the country until 2036, come into effect. 37-year-old Safiya Sheikh, a British woman who converted to Islam in 2007, was sentenced at London's Old Bailey for plotting a suicide attack, London's St. Paul's Cathedral. European Union launched a legal action against Greece and Italy for violating passenger rights as both offered vouchers instead of reimbursement to its passengers and now have two months to reply. An additional 2 billion euro bill might be slapped on the United Kingdom as a result of a 21% increase in the pension liabilities of European Union officials. The requirement to pay its share of liabilities for pensions of European Union civil servants is part of the roughly 39 billion euro of commitments that London agreed to settle as part of the withdrawal agreement which was, which was passed in January. Sources for the European updates were Deutsche Welle, The Irish Times, South China Morning, New Europe and Euractive. Let's move on to the next continent, Africa. A Bora Bora rider in Uganda died after he set himself ablaze on being asked for a bribe for the release of his vehicle by the police. Hossein Walugembe's bike was seized in the southwestern district of Masaka on Monday. Some riders allege that officers had demanded a $40 bribe from Walugembe to release his vehicle. According to police, he had lent his bike to a friend who was caught ferrying a passenger on Monday. Carlos Ahankora, Deputy Trade and Industry Minister of Ghana, resigned for breaking coronavirus self-isolation restrictions after testing positive for COVID-19. Some even called for prosecuting the minister. Former marathon world record holder Wilson Kipsong was slapped with a ban of four years for anti-doping rule violations. According to the World Athletics, Kipsong between April 2018 and May 2019 had missed four whereabouts appointments. Kipsong clarified that he missed a test in May 2019 because of a traffic accident and even provided a picture of the crash, which was found to be from August 2019. In an ambush on Thursday, 9 million soldiers were killed in Gurari, one of the villages where armed men killed about 30 civilians the day before. They were sent there to bury the dead. Sierra Leone's doctors treating COVID-19 patients went on a strike over unpaid bonuses among the other grievances. The doctors claimed that they were promised a hazard pay for their work during the outbreak. But the pay has not come yet. Sources for the African updates were BBC News and Al Jazeera. And coming to the last region of today's updates is Middle East. An explosion in the largest fireworks factory of Turkey in the northeastern state of Sakarya has caused at least four people's death and injured at least 97 more. Two male staff members of a UN peacekeeping mission of Jerusalem-based United Nations True Supervision Organization that is UNTSO have been suspended due to sexual misconduct convictions. A video circulated showed a woman and a man in the backseat of UN marked vehicle. Renegotiation may take place between 
Egypt and Ethiopia on the issue of the Grand Ethiopian Renaissance Dam over the Nile River. Irrigation and Water Resources Minister of Egypt, Mohamed Abdul Ate, expressed in an interview that the country is proposing very flexible settlements with Ethiopia. Egypt, the third most populous country in Africa with a population of 102 million, depends on the Nile for its water needs. Ethiopia, the second most populous country in the continent with a population of 114 million, says it has built the dam to help meet its energy needs and does not wish to affect its neighbors' water supplies. The Russian embassy in Libya will be reopened but with its head temporarily based in neighboring Tunisia. Russian Foreign Affairs Minister Sergei Lavrov proclaimed Interfax news agency about the resumption of the embassy. Russia had evacuated its diplomat from Libya in October 2013 after gunmen tried to storm its diplomatic mission in Tripoli. Tanner Kilik, who was the ex-head of the Amnesty International in Turkey, was sentenced six years in jail on alleged terrorism-related charges. Another former senior Amnesty official in Turkey, Idil Eser, was jailed for two years by the Istanbul court. Kilik has been in and out of jail since 2017, when he was first arrested accused of links to the US-based cleric Fatehullah Gulen, an ally turned enemy of Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan. The Turkish government blames Gulen for the failed 2016 coup attempt. Sources of the updates from the Middle East were TRT World, Reuters, Middle East Monitor, TAS, and Middle East Eye. At the rate over the global, just type this username in your every social media account and you can get more world's updates on just one platform and within even 10 minutes. If you liked our content, please like, follow, subscribe and more importantly, share it with all the people you know. Propagation of knowledge is, is equally important with its knowing. Check out and follow our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Telegram and every other social media accounts at the handle at the rate over the global. Also, if you have any suggestions, be our guest. We heed over the comments. Thanks a lot for listening to us. Keep reading and keep knowing because only knowing cures most of our problems.